0: y'all and welcome to another episode of Worldly Church Girl. It's your girl, your host, Lillian Harshaw. On today's show, I have the honor to introduce to you, she's an author, she's an entrepreneur, she is a survivor of sexual abuse, and she has turned her testimony into a blessing for others. So it gives me great honor to introduce to you, Tanisha Lester. As a child, you were sexually abused by friends and family members. It affected your life majorly. Now, your life has did a complete 180. You yeah. are now a certified life and business coach. Yes. You are a certified Christian coach. You're linked up with this corporation, Tennessee Bold Living Coaching for Life and Business Transformation. How old were you the first time you were abused? Um, I know it was, I I say between four and five because I know I had not yet entered kindergarten. Oh, wow. You were a baby, 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 baby. Did you even know what was happening at the time? No, um, no, I didn't. I knew it felt weird. When I can, you know, when I, cause I have vivid memories and I can tell you like what I had on, I can tell you the teddy bear that I had, the color of it. Like I can tell you details. So I know it felt weird. I didn't know what was going on or why. Um, but yet I also didn't know to tell because it was someone that was close to the family and he was older than me. So, you know, he, you, you, you talk respect and all of that stuff. So I didn't know to say anything because I didn't necessarily know it was wrong either. Right. When you came to the realization that this isn't quite right, do you remember about how old you were then? Um, I actually suppressed and stuffed a lot of that. Until my last incident when I was fifteen so that's when like all the memories came back of all the different people and the different situations so I um I can't necessarily say that I recall a specific time or age but when I was fifteen is when all of that stuff came back and when it came back did you tell anybody or did you just go oh my god I told And I wasn't believed when you tell the person that you feel as though is the one that's going to protect you and that you can always tell the truth to, and then you're not believed and you're looked at as a liar and literally called a liar. Like that shuts you down. And I never told again. So I didn't say anything else to anybody. I think, The first person I probably told after that was in my early 20s, and that was like my son's father. But other than that, I never told anyone. So what gave you the strength to share your story with the world? So what happened was I was asleep one night. (laughs) I was waking up by Holy Spirit to write a journal. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'll get to it in the morning because I want to (laughs) sleep. So it was literally like, no, get up and do it now. So when I went ahead and got up, I literally cranked out the first 10 pages of my book. Um, And I was like, okay, cool, a journal. But then, you know, like a week or so later, it was like, no, 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 no. It's not going to be a journal. You have to tell your whole story. And I I kicked, I fought, I screamed. I even threw a couple tantrums because I didn't want to tell. Like, I... I just didn't want to tell. I didn't want to deal with what any backlash could have been. I didn't want to deal with how people were going to look at me. Were they going to look at me like I was a whore? Were they going to look at me like, I mean, whatever the possibilities could have been, I didn't want to face it. But but I put it down and I left it down for a couple months, and like it was just this nagging thing. Like God just kept nagging me about it. So I went ahead and. Completed the book and told it all. And what's the title of the book? Arrested Development, A Journey to Identity and Purpose. Now, how'd you come up with the, uh, the title? All Holy Spirit, because I had nothing. Everything I wrote, everything, the titles, everything literally came from God. Literally. You wrote your book and you got it published. Do you remember that feeling when you first saw your book in hard print? Yeah. um, I actually had not held the book in my hand until June of last year. I released it June 12th on my birthday. Um, But it was like a couple weeks later before I actually literally held it in my hands. Mm -hmm. And I cried. I cried. Like a big old baby. I bet the day that I actually completed writing it, that was a hard day. I was elated in one sense, but I was terrified, and I cried again like a big baby. Yeah, because you laid it all out. This was this was you. You started this company, Tremendous Bold Living Coaching, for life and business transformation. And you're working with some awesome women that are helping you do this as well. Can you tell us how that all began? The Tenacious Bold Living coaching came from a few things. When I do Facebook Lives, I always say tenacious talks. And the the main thing is that for me, going through interhering programs, deliverance, etc., it took real tenacity to, to be able to face everything that I had to go through and to look at it all from a different perspective because my mindset was always skewed. So like everything I've done, I know it's it's taken me the tenacity to be able to do it. So I know for others that have gone through the exact same thing, whether it's exactly the same or in a varied form, it's going to take tenacity for you to come out on the other side of that, and be healed and whole. That's why I love your motto. Healing—it's a whole journey and not a destination. I had—I was of the thought process that you know how um, we talk about forgiveness, for example, and we think that okay, we can—we'll say we forgive somebody, but as soon as something else occurs, we're like, oh. Well, maybe I really didn't forgive that person because all the same feelings come back up for you. So, you you know, you kind of look at it like, well, maybe I didn't forgive them exactly. When, in fact, you really could have forgiven them. But it was just another trigger for some other area that you may need to do a little more work in. Mm -hmm. So when I say healing is a journey and not a destination, that's because We think once we do it one time, that's it. We don't have to deal with it again. But that is not so. Because Mm -hmm. there's a continuum. So you may have healed in this area, but then there may may be another area that's still left unhealed and can be raw when touched. So then when that thing comes up, okay, well, then then you need to deal with that. And then the next time it comes around, well, you'll respond better. And your reaction time and recovery time will be less and less the more those things are exposed and you deal with them. So, yeah, it, it's not a one-stop-stop type of situation. Yes. Yeah. So what advice would you give someone who's lived through some type of abuse? Um. The first thing you got to do is face it. You have to acknowledge that it happened to you, but it's equally and probably even more important for you to acknowledge that You're not your situation. You're not defined by whatever occurred or happened to you. And that the possibilities of you overcoming it are great, but you have to be tenacious about it. You have to be bold about it. You have to pursue it relentlessly to get to where you want to go. But it's all possible. Now, if you had the power to do one thing, what would that be? If I had the power to do one thing, I would have continued to speak out about my abuse um, because the main family member, I know I'm not the only one. And if I had had the ability to go back and continue to talk until someone either one believed me or did their due diligence and investigating, I probably could have spared some other people from dealing with the same thing. Did you ever confront that person? So in 2018, that person decided they was going to show up at my house. Um, My first initial thought was to run and just not be here when they showed up. But I decided I was going to stand my ground. I was going to confront it head on. Needless to say, then that person decided they were going to try to spend the night at my house. And I felt violated all over again. Um, so that was a big thing because I, I live in the house with my mom and my grandma. He was coming to try to, to visit my grandmother knowing that I lived here. So I felt like it was a, an attack. Like, you 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 know, So you're literally coming for me. And I, I can't do that. So needless to say, I went off and I have yet to actually see him face to face. But I did send him a Facebook message because that's the only contact I had with him, and then I blocked it. Good for you. At least you you let him have it. Now, if you could describe your life right now in one word, what would that be, and why? Oh, And the reason is because I have fought for the last two years hard, and. Trying to put the pieces together from the life that I felt was fractured, broken, shattered, in smithereens, like any other words that I could come up with. Um, That's how I felt for the last 46, which I'm 48 now, years. So it would be whole. It would definitely be whole because life is just so much better. I'm more comfortable in my skin. I'm um, okay with people not liking me. I'm okay with being different. I'm okay with loving myself where I, I didn't have any of that before. Yes. If anyone can contact you, how could they do that? You can find me on Facebook at Tanisha B. Lester 1, which is my business page. Or on Instagram at Tanisha B. Lester One, the number one. Um, and you can find me on my website, which is www.TanishaBLester.com or email at info at infotenishablester.com. Now, the organization that you started, how can they get in contact with that? Okay. The same Living is the name of my coaching segment. Um, The other, the other business portion I have is emancipated development, but the contexts are all the same. Okay. And where can they find your book? My book is either on Amazon or on my website. Awesome. Now, last question. You ready? I'm ready. All right. If you could have any song be your theme song, when you walked into a room, what would it be and Why? So, my theme song I got it is <laughs> <laughs> my theme song is um is "A uh, Warrior" by Corinne Hoffman. That's Okay. That's, every time I need to um, get ready to do something like interviews or any of that because it pumps me up number 1 and two the words are so powerful. Um in that i know that it has taken a warrior spirit to be risen up within me Mm -hmm. to get to where i am so all of the words literally resonate real
1: deep within
0: my spirit that that's my theme song all right that's what's up well you know what thank you so much i'm i'm so glad and thankful for where God has brought you from and where he's bringing you to and where he's taking you, you are going to help somebody out there who thinks that what they've been through is too hard for them to go through. Because there's nothing too hard for God. So, (laughs) nothing. Not a thing. You can make the decision, he'll do the rest. Amen, amen. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. You are so welcome. Thank you, Tanisha, for being on my show. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for your strength. Thank you for just being the woman of God that you are called to be. And if you would like to be on Worldly Church Girl, click the link below. Shoot me an email. And let's see what we can do with that thing. And why haven't you subscribed? There are so many great stories that are coming your way. You don't want to miss a thing. And as always, thanks for joining your one and only Worldly Church Girl.